There we go. What's a happening, hot stuff? Hey now, Kev. What's happening? Mm, not much. Just, just finally getting over my uh, sickness or whatever I've had for the last couple Well, based months. on that cough, I would say no, you're not. No, it's last night is the first night I've slept well in probably two months. Not When I say well, I mean like more than three or four hours. So you got 3.23. Something like that. Roughly. That my body's not aching as much. It's starting to come out of it. It's spring. It's rejuvenated. Dude, I did see green sprouts in the ground. I have my daffodils like were popping up like two weeks ago. Yeah. I, I don't know one plant from another, but there's some kind of green shit coming up out of, out of one of the gardens. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's leafy and it's green. So I'm it's, like, yeah, it's cool. It's that special plant, the Greek name. Plantishitiadius. Yes, I think that's what it is. So you want to tell everybody that you're a Closet Swifty fan now? Oh, absolutely. I don't know what you're talking about, but yeah. <laughs> the, because the song comes up. The, listen. It makes me a fan. It, it can make you other things, but when a song that comes up and you don't like it, you either give it thumbs down or quick fast forward it. That way it never comes up again. Can I explain the world to you or must you always be right? Um, we can go for both. <laughs> I can still be right and you can explain the world to me. Okay, well, I will explain the world to you. Okay, well, understand. <laughs> please, please do, kind sir. <laughs> I've got your, your, your mic way hot. It is okay, a little hot. That's better. That's better. Okay. So, so uh, the reason that that would come up mm-hmm. is because I use YouTube Music as my streaming service. Okay. Okay. I also use YouTube Music for uh, the bumpers for basketball and football and baseball games. Okay. So I put in a playlist and you'll hear music as we go into a commercial. Correct. In trying to stay hip with the kids... <laughs> There's a couple of Taylor Swift songs in some of those uh, uh, playlists. So the kids are the ones that are listening? No, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm trying to stay hip. <laughs> <laughs> so there's Taylor Swift. There's uh, <clears throat> who, who's the other? There's an Ed Sheeran in there somewhere. Oh, and, good Lord. In, in one of them or two of them. I don't know. I'm just trying to give a variety. Because if we go by me, it's going to be... Rock and roll all night, followed by Detroit Rock City, followed by Foghat, you know. Yeah, you're trying to get listeners not deter people from listening. I'm trying to give people a full experience. A variety of listening pleasure. So if you get an occasional Taylor Swift because it's in a playlist... So goddamn be it. Now, my question is, do they? does YouTube Music or whatever like that have a thumbs down button like Amazon Music so that it, it doesn't does, play that? It does, but I can't discourage it because it won't um, It won't allow me, it, it won't bring me, I, I do want certain things to be brought to me. Gotcha. So that I can go, yeah, I don't like that or I do like it, so mm-hmm. I know to ignore it. But not when you're doing, when you're, 
doing basketball or sports. You just want everything out there so all the kids can hear. Like WAP comes on. I mean, that's something that you want coming on uh, through the airways. Yeah, for the no, kids. not doing WAP. No. Our older listeners, what's WAP? Yeah. I've never actually heard the song. You have. I just no. no. It's a treat. No. It's a treat. I hear maybe I heard maybe like just five seconds of it just to be appalled by. Now I'm not appalled by it. I'm not really appalled by anything really. Mm-hmm. I mean, I grew up with Two Live Crew. Do you remember? Do you know who Two Live Crew is? Yeah, they're a bunch of rabble rousers. <laughs> right. <laughs> they were rappers. I think it was George Bush, the first George Bush. W- were they? And they were cop trying killer. To, no, that was NWA, which okay. is right. No, Two Live Crew was like really, almost. I, like I, I know the name. Pornographic I music, right? Okay. Saying stuff nowadays they. Sh- I'm I'm surprised that Exeter Community Library doesn't have them like the audio tapes in the library. No, but they were trying to get them taken off. That was when like Republicans were like the ones that were about censoring music. That was Democrats. I hate to tell you. Originally, was it? That was Tipper Gore who led that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Al Gore, the guy who invented the internet. Invented the internet and hmm. uh, is saving since, the world from the global warming. Since you bring him up, I just thought about this thing. It was like a listing. It was kind of like an article by some, let's just say, right-leaning media thing. It was talking about they did like, I don't. I wish I had it because they had all the times and the elections that Democrats have, you know, said wasn't real and that the person won sure, like sure. an Al Gore. Yeah. I mean, it, that wasn't that long ago, was it? When, when, the, what election was that with Bush and Gore? 2000. So they, that's, they're originally the election deniers. You could go all the way back to like when Lincoln won, they were election denying back then too. One or two. Uh-huh. First election or second? No. I no, I'm that, asking. I don't know. Either or. Okay. But the, the Democrats were the original election deniers, even as close as up to 2018, 2016, 2000. Dude, they're all doing it. Mm-hmm. They're all doing it. It's, it's, it's about leveraging as much as you can to get power oh, to take control mm. of you know the debt burden. Well, I also think it's uh, fundraising. It's all about fundraising. Oh, sure. Because how many emails did... The Clinton and the DNC sent out in 2016 saying that Trump stole the election in Russia, blah, 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 blah. Right? He did. And they fundraised hugely <laughs> off of all that. So what else is going on? Uh, I screwed up in the post about the show yesterday. I didn't put the link. Mm-hmm. Uh, one mm-hmm. of our listeners... Pointed it out. Yes, texted me and said, hey, stupid, you didn't put the link in. Fortunately, I was able to find it, so I just went in and put the link. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, if they were avid listeners, they would check their email, knowing that we're we'll do it live. If they were avid listeners, mm. they would favorite the web page. Hmm. Didn't Is it know, me? Didn't even know you could do that. Sure, hmm. sure. You can, you can do it. Uh, just you don't have to have the app. Hmm. It can be web based. Okay. We'll just go to jgmedia3.mixler.com. And you figure with some of our listeners that are complete haters, they have had to come up with so many fake sign-in names. They should it's probably true. Get a plethora of emails coming through. It's absolutely <clears throat> true. Yeah. Right, who do we have here? Jerry's music. Jerry's a closet Swifty. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Somebody named Kevin Full. 
commented that. <laughs> Sounds like a dick. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm fully aware that I'm a dick. Uh, so we've got plenty to talk about with the township, and we may as well get to it. What say ye? I say yay. Why is there still music going? You like this one? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's the end of that. See, again, that's not really my kind of music. I like that type of music. I yeah, like that, everything, that, just not Taylor Swift music. Actually, Uptown Funk, and what was the other one? Um, uh, there was another one. My Booty Brown? Uh, no, Happy. <laughs> Happy. <laughs> Pharrell Williams. Oh, okay. Okay, like those two songs kind of gave me hope for pop music because mm. they actually were melodic and they had some thought put into them. Yeah. And, but... Like a lot of today's music doesn't give me that hope. Some pop is okay, but yeah. 99.9% of it is auto tuned shit. Well, yeah, and it just makes you want to jump off a bridge or step in front of a bus, a moving or, one, or a train. Train, let it work too. <laughs> and that's the end of suicide tips from the Exeter Underground. <laughs> <laughs> just, listen, just listen to some of the music and you yeah. can figure it out for yourself. Yeah. It's actually what we're trying to do is discourage people. Okay, to the intro? Mm. To the intro. Welcome to the Exeter Underground, the weekly news and opinion forum for the people of Exeter, about the people of Exeter, and by the people of Exeter, keeping you up to date on the happenings of our town that you just can't find anywhere else. Here are your hosts, Jerry Gelliff and Kevin Foles. And there we go. And Kev was just screaming Waco at me for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> welcome, welcome, everybody, to the Exeter Underground, number 90. Number 90, Kev. 90. How many are with me? Uh, all but 13. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So you've done whatever that is, 76, yeah, 77. It's been, it's been fun. Yeah, absolutely. It's been fun. Welcome to the Exeter Underground, number 90. Hyper- Local news and analysis for Exeter Township. I'm Jerry Gelliff. He is Kevin Fole. And we are here to light some fires today, maybe. Yeah, I think today's a good day to... Uh, the, the meeting was interesting. The meeting really was interesting. And I hope that in the clips that I pulled, I really captured the essence of their... <clears throat> just uh, of the supervisors and George Bell's. Uh, absolute unwillingness to do the right to thing. be open. <laughs> oh well, yeah, and get information out to people because I'm going to throw something else out in the middle of all this. I just don't understand why. Well, maybe I do. They're supposed to be there for the people, and their number one thing is trying to keep information from the people, the very people that they supposedly represent and care about because let's remember George's heartfelt reasons for being a supervisor to trim my mustache that was one <laughs> but just so giving caring about the people yeah now maybe he just thinks well he does think they rule over us so certain information isn't just for us right it's for them the rulers 
of Exeter. So as Abe Lincoln did, did, did Lincoln write the Gettysburg Address on a on a paper bag? <laughs> Am I remembering that right? On a paper bag? Does anybody have that? They literally had paper bags back then. Probably. Yeah, sure Satchels. they did. Sure they did. Mm, I don't know. Um, there's some story about what he wrote it on on not some piece of paper, like some weird thing. Before, if anybody's got that. Before like, it was put on parchment, right? No, like on the train on the way there. Am I remembering it incorrectly? Somebody correct me. You might be right. I don't know. So at any rate, you know, this is where he wrote government of the people, for by the people, for the people. Mm-hmm. You know, shall not perish yep. from the, et cetera, et cetera. So um, Exeter Township is definitely not a thing. No, it would go to the complete opposite. Yeah. It is not. For the Craig Pools yes. in Exeter. For the special interests. Yes. I'm... That is what this government is. I mean, no kidding. It is by the people for the special interests. You know what? There was a post done. I don't know if it was on on your Exeter examiner, and somebody wrote something about the leaders of Exeter. And I used to do this a <laughs> You're lot. trying to go rulers. I used to do this a lot where I'd start writing yeah. a comment. And then I get to the end of it, I'm like, yeah, it's just not worth it. So I delete it. I, right. I, I did that on this post to someone. Right. And I wasn't bashing them. It was agreeing with what they were saying. I think it was your Chester County golf one. Yeah. And the person said, um, our leaders would never go for it. And I said, it's funny, it's because our leaders are the same one that one of the selected supervisors. I, I, I don't... I. I still don't understand why this isn't a bigger deal that RHM paid an a political like George Bell Bennett and Volmer benefited it benefited monetarily from RHM. Mm-hmm. The same people that they do that they did an agreement with for Two, the RCC. Two thousand fifty two dollars for a, a billboard. Yeah, and it just went shh just because our blue light shit listener was like, it's cool. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's legal. Well, that's the fault of the people for not holding people accountable. I mean, I, I you know, we can sit here and piss and moan mm-hmm. all effing day about what a shit job the supervisors are doing, but the reality is it's the people who are doing the shit job because they won't show up to hold them accountable. They won't. Mm-hmm. It's it's the fault of the people of Exeter. They can't be faulted for the way they voted. They voted somebody in, but now that that person's in, you've got to go there and put fire under their feet. Yeah, I agree with that also, but I also think maybe maybe it was my ignorance for voting for Jack Pio that things would be different. So in the end, because I was, I was thinking about this this morning, I was watching the, the sunrise and having my coffee. Um, we We get the government... That we deserve. <laughs> we get, I was just trying to annoy you. <clears throat> we get the government that we uh, that we deserve, right? Absolutely. And, and our government is a reflection of us. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't blame. You know, stick with me on this. I don't blame Biden. It's Obama's third turn. If you if you don't have your head up your ass, you know it's Obama running the show. Guy's been down right down the street the whole the these last almost four years. Um. So I, I blame the voters of Exeter. I blame myself for voting for Jack Pio. No. I do. No, I, no, no, I no. do. Because 
at at some point, as per, as person that's as seasoned as myself when it comes to politics, I should have known better. Yeah. It's the same reason why I don't blame Biden or Obama for all the shit that Oba- Biden campaigned on opening the border. He literally said it. People are coming across with Biden shirts on. Who are they all saying they're going to vote for? Biden. I, I blame the Biden voters. I blame our people because we are we are a reflection of who we vote for. And the same reason why I have family members on my wife's side of the family that voted for Biden because he was the nice guy. He was old. He's a nice guy. It's the same way I voted for Jack because he seemed like a nice guy. He said he was going to do, you know, switch stuff. He hasn't done anything. He hasn't fixed anything. They're actually, I could argue that this board is worse than the last one. I, I think you are correct uh, in that it is definitely headed to being worse. It's not quite there yet, because it, but it hasn't had time to... To develop, right? It hasn't to develop the shit resume. Mm-hmm. Well, it's but pretty shitty right now. It is with the la- with the illegal things that they've done and let go by and not doing yeah. anything to rectify it. Yep, yep. But where you're going, where you're saying, okay, people need to go and go to the meetings and hold their feet to the fire. Yep, they're the blame for for that. Well, they should be blamed for their vote too, then. But the point being that the Exeter voters did do their job. In this last election, they turned over two seats. To the wrong people. They turned over three seats. To the wrong people. Well, they turned over two, really. The third one was basically open. They turned over two seats, but they made a wrong decision. Now you're stuck with them for two years and six years. Uh, Clarence for two, Clarence for six, Jack for six, and and George, George appointed for two. For two. Okay. So George appointed illegally for two. Now it is up to the voters to go and hold them accountable. Not to to be little pussies and sit and type (sighs) on their keyboards Mm -hmm. and tell them how they're wrong. Go get in their faces and tell them that they're wrong. Hold them accountable. Until you're willing to do that, I'm not interested in your pissing and moaning. Here's an interesting uh, comment from Susie Q six four six. The supervisors don't care if you show up at the meetings and get in their faces. They just sit in their chairs like they know best. I agree. At a certain point, I think there do uh, a couple people. I, I side with Jerry on this, and I side with Susie Q on this. I think there's if you show up, well, there's like four or five people and make public comments like have been done in the past. They don't give a shit. Yep. Unfortunately. Now, I'm not, listen, I'm not saying to do this <laughs> the same way I think nothing's going to change in a federal way unless you get real rowdy. And I mean real rowdy beyond what people want to do or Ill- legally is allowed to do. That's the only way you're going to see change at the federal level and at the local level. Like, you got to pack that township building mm-hmm. and have a ton of people get drug out every meeting. Yeah. Have Jack throw people out. Yes. Make Chief Harley throw people out. Yeah. With guns. Have him and his gun on his hip. And that's what needs to be changed. It's like people are like, well, you can't go to the I'm like, do you remember? Does anybody have like fifth grade history experience here? How this country was started? Well, we're not a people of violence. The hell we're not. 
Jesus, we yes, are we at, are. We are. We are the people that killed people on freaking Christmas Eve, for Christ's sakes. <laughs> yeah, we are a violent people, and thank God we are. And I think the the crazy and the sad part is, is we, the further we've gone from violence, and whether you cut people's hands off for stealing or cut their tongues out for lying, the further we get from that is letting illegal aliens who raped children out mm-hmm. of jail and then out free. Do you see the, the the parallels between the two where we used to do things that had heavy consequences? Now there's no consequences. Right. So we have to... <laughs> am I saying get back to cutting people's hands off? Maybe, maybe not. What I'm saying is, is there has to be... a There might have to be some bad shit to stop bad shit. There has to be consequences. And 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 that's what I'm saying. Like it, it, the the real example of this would be when I was on the school board and we were talking about and and again, it with the other eight people, it was just talk. There was no action that was going to happen. There was no chance that it was ever going to happen, mm-hmm. but cutting budget, okay? Mm-hmm. One of the things thrown out was, well, we can have the band uh, not travel to football games. Yeah, I remember that. The band not travel to football games. Instead, what we would have done is have them play at soccer games. At home soccer games. They still get their performance. Have them play at a home soccer game. 40 or 50 people showed up hissing and moaning we're paying for this and we're gonna get it that changed minds but any other time when there was three people in the audience at public comment they could call you names they could call names and people would just look at them you get 50 people in a room they take notice i'll tell you one other thing that would make them take notice civil action here's that 50 go down to the golf course this is something that i want to do and I hope I can get other people on board. There's no point in being quiet. We may as well try to tell people that it's going to be happening, okay? Go down to the golf course on Saturday morning when it starts getting warm. Let's go down there with signs that say, you're welcome for your welfare. Mm-hmm. Stand in the parking lot yeah. and hand out leaflets that say, you're welcome for your welfare. And then when we're done, let's go for a walk on the golf course. <laughs> It's a green space. This is what they used to tell us. It's a green space. Yeah. We should use it as a green space. Yeah, I think here's my here's 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 a bigger thought on this. So the consequence of government is supposed to be elections. Right. Well, stick with me on this one. So at the federal or the state level, they don't do their job, they're out. Mm-hmm. You vote them out of office. How'd that work with George Bell? It worked perfectly, right. didn't it? So there are no consequences for George Bell. And his actions. That's right. The past two years. That's right. And this is why voting no longer matters. And I think this and right here in Exeter prove that because everybody voted point, George yeah. Bell out. They voted Dave Vollmer out. Okay. If if Dave Hughes was up for election, they probably would have voted him out too. Okay. But George Bell has had no consequences for his asshole comments, for throwing Dave Hughes out. With a guy with a gun, there's no consequences for Michelle with calling Dave Hughes, you know, disgusting and an, and an idiot. 
Yep. So this is the this is the real sad point. So when our when our elected officials who aren't elected anymore, they're just selected like George Bell. Mm-hmm. There's no consequences for George Bell. So there has to be. A, a, do you know why our government does whatever they want to us? It's because they don't fear us. That's right. The fear is supposed to come from elections. And when George Bell has no consequences, there's no fear of not getting elected because he's just going to be selected. And how did he get selected? Clarence and Michelle mm-hmm. were willing to nominate him and stick with it. And then, and then the solicitor got in on it, mm-hmm. completely refused to allow or, or to correct the 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 bad uh, uh, the improper way that they were doing things mm-hmm. with Diana Reese or the vacancy chair, they completely turned it around. And that's why the DA is currently looking at this as a criminal action. We hope. Okay. And it is a criminal action. Mm-hmm. There is. is not a question about it. They have committed a crime and should be held responsible. They should get it. I, I think the only real thing that could happen is fines, but personal fines. Oh, yeah. The township shouldn't be fine. Okay. Why, as I, as a taxpayer, should I almost threw the F word out? Why should I pay for it? George well, ha- for the same reason that you, that you paid for Chad Schnee to get $1,000 mm. because Dave. Uh, use said a bad word about them because mm. they're worthless. They're positively, absolutely worthless. That's right. It's just, it's just a sad state of affairs where there are no consequences, and then they go and put George Bell back on. There's no consequences for behavior like this. Because you're an asshole. Because you're an asshole. Because you're an asshole. No consequences. Right. And then you look at the state level and the federal level. You vote these people out, and then you put people in that are just the same, if not worse. Yeah. There's no consequences for our government. There's no consequences for our state government. There's no consequences for our township government. Only in Exeter can a government be so goddamn stupid that it turns somebody out and they get put right back in. Mm -hmm. For two years. Only in a stupid place like Exeter. I mean, this government is not just stupid. It is corrupt beyond words. Yep. Yeah, I, 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 and you wonder why they I'm literally out. did something illegal mm-hmm. to get George back on the board, which he's not on the board. The Exeter supervisors and George Bell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it, it, and the crazy part is that there's people in this township who are like, yeah, George deserves to be back on. I wonder. If I he- wonder what his bosses at the company where he works at what at Fidelity Investments. Would think if they if if they knew that he broke a law. Well, you know what? He kind of didn't. They broke a law for him. Yeah, he was he was just the result of the breaking of the law. I he was think, in on I, the collusion. I There's think no that, question. Oh yeah, I I would I I think his public outbursts of calling Dave Hughes an asshole and other things that they've done during the meeting, yelling at old ladies and. If I was his employer, I'd be more concerned with that. Now, I won't do that. I won't report that stuff because I've had that done to me Mm -hmm. by ACE, Mm -hmm. okay? I won't do that. I'm a believer everybody should be allowed to uh, make a living. Mm -hmm. But that's not to say that somebody else won't take that cause up. Yeah. Well, ACE is a different story. 
But I, I but, but only in a place like Exeter, where where corruption is just the norm. And everybody, you know, they want to talk about how corrupt Reading is. Oh my God. <laughs> we have no room to talk. No, and, and and I don't see it getting any better because it's not because again, there's no consequences. Oh, we'll vote him out. Uh, you did, and he got put back on. You voted him out, and yet he's still sitting in one of those chairs somehow because there's two corrupt bastards and a solicitor who's willing to go along with it. He's literally herpes simplex too. Yeah, <laughs> which that's the one that just keeps coming back. Yes, correct. Okay. I'm told. Yeah. Listen, I actually heard this. Don't worry about it. Everybody has herpes simplex too. It's whether or not it pops up or not. That was from doctors. Like everybody has it. If you get tested for herpes simplex too, a majority of people have it. You probably Mm -hmm. have it. You just don't have cold sores popping up. I'll bet you I don't. I'll bet you do. You're dirty. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Or as the kids say, you're filthy. (laughs) You're a filthy. (laughs) <laughs> okay, let's get into the clips. All right, so so we had a township meeting this week, and it went the same way as it has been. Except, you know, again, I'm going to say that the one thing that Jack is doing that is reasonable is he's allowing comment to go beyond time. Okay? If somebody is at public comment, didn't happen this week, but but in previous weeks, mm-hmm. and they go over the three minutes, he lets it go. Whereas before, George Bell was like, you're out of order. Get out of here, you asshole. Yeah, get the guy with the gun. Get out of here. Dave Hughes goes a quarter of a second over. Yeah, and George Bell's the one who thinks he runs the meeting. Dude, I, 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 I did go to Hughes's uh, Extra United and watch his little thing yeah. done on um, George Bell. Mm-hmm. It just, again, like I said on the show last week, it just shows George's arrogance when he said, oh, didn't we do a resolution where your, all your communications have to come through me? You're such an asshole that you don't know that the board actually changed that before you got selected and put right. back on again. Mm-hmm. Dude's never won an election in Exeter. Yes, it's absolutely true. And to sit there and doesn't, does he even watch the meetings that he's not a part of? Like he wasn't a part of the resolution. He wasn't there when the resolution was changed that all communications don't go through him. Nope. But he's so arrogant. I'm the yep. king of Exeter. Yep. Sitting on the corner right across from the high school. Yep. Right. Is that a public? Is that a public walk right out in front of his house? Of course it is. Okay, just wondering. Of course it is. <laughs> so clip number one is uh, the announcements at the beginning of the meeting, and I, I've got a little bit of an issue with it. Okay. Really? Short clip. I'm yeah, shocked. can you imagine I'm, I'm me sh- having an issue? I am shocked. We also met at an executive session this evening. Uh, the board, uh, board of Supervisors discussed possible litigation of an RTK. Uh, also, township manager candidate process we discussed, and the potential sale of the promenade. Mm. Uh, so uh, look for more to that come in the future. So there's two things. Back here discuss possible litigation of an RTK. What litigation of an RTK? Somebody files an RTK, it's thumbs up, thumbs down. There is no litigation. Yeah, why are they? You either grant it or you you do not grant it, at which point the person has an ability to file an appeal. Right. 
okay? Mm-hmm. Litigation comes if that person loses that appeal or or the township loses the appeal and they appeal to a court. That's when litigation starts. Right. There is nothing like that hanging out there. Can I give a theory? Uh, sure. Hold on. Get your tinfoil hat. Okay. There you go. Uh-huh. It's on. Uh, okay. Is it, is it straight? Yep. There you go. It's straight. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little. Talk it a little bit this yep, way. There you go. Better. Yep. Okay. I filed a right to know. Oh, me, me, me. Okay. Uh-huh. It is me, me, me. <laughs> About asking for the number of emails sent in January. Mm-hmm. From and to ExeterTownship.com addresses to and from the solicitor. I wanted the number and I wanted who they who the uh, uh, who the writers and receivers were, as well as the number from each person who wrote to and got a response from the solicitor. Yeah, not what they said, just the number. Of email exactly, and the number of who sent what. I don't care what the content of the emails are. Interesting. I really don't. Now, why do you think they want to give that? Because wanting, there is wanting, wanting. there is a ridiculous number out there for correspondence with the solicitor. It might be three, four, five hundred emails. It's almost in one month. It's a why are that many emails going to the solicitor? You know what you should do as an RTK to the school board to see how many the same thing. A, just to see if they give it. B, see how many emails Miss Fontaine gets. Mm-hmm. Just to compare. Montaigne. Montaigne, Fontaine, Trontaine. I asked a friend. You phoned a friend. Who is a solicitor for a school district. Mm-hmm. Do you get hundreds of emails every month from from your school district? No, I might get 10, 20, 30, maybe, maybe one a day. Okay. The fact that the possibility of hundreds. is crazy. It's insane. So I just want to know how many there were. I also want to know who is contacting him so much so that we can correct... That person who is contacting him that much, that he's not a member of management. This is a point that Dave Hughes keeps making, and I think he's correct. He is not a member of management. He should be asked legal questions only. And if we have that many legal questions, that he is getting hundreds Mm -hmm. of emails, we've got something very wrong here that needs correcting. I probably would agree with the latter on that, that... It's like a a dam, and there's probably the lie. It's the lie of it's the dam of lies, Mm -hmm. and there's so many holes. Yeah, they're running out of fingers. uh He's got his toe in one. He's got his pinky in one. He's got it all over. When you lie, we've covered this before, man. When you lie, you have to. It's very difficult to remember what the actual truth is and how many lies. And then you continue to do what what he's done. And then you have social media posts from you or your significant other. <laughs> We're just going with Chadwick just because it's his company. 
right? Right. You do all these things over the last several years, whether it's just saying that the the campaign billboard was hey, and cool that it was for Volmer and Bell that RHM did, right? As long as it's not more than six hundred dollars. What mm-hmm. if it's two thousand fifty six? I thought there was. I actually thought there was. Yeah, I thought it was closer to thirty five hundred because Jerry and I looked into doing one. <laughs> yeah. No. Well. Well. The the deal is that that RHM used not a static billboard but a digital. Yeah, that's what I mean. And they had multiple messages going. So they assigned the number 2,052 based on the number of messages. So more than 600. I don't, I'm not a math yeah, wizard. A little more. Not a le- math wizard here. And I am a fool, as Ace yeah. likes to call me. But I think 600 is a little less than 26.5. Y- you think that triple and a half is more than. Yeah. A- okay. Call me a conspiracy theorist. All right. No, it's, you can imagine that Chadwick's got a lot of holes to fill. So the bottom line on that is I believe they were discussing my right to know because it's got them scared. Could be. Cause you know It could also be me with a tinfoil hat. I don't know. Well, think about it, because then that's just a little aspect. It's a little bit of evidence, and then it's gonna create more questions. Mm-hmm. It's <clears throat> it's the same thing when you tell a lie. Yeah. If you, a liar will talk and talk and talk, and they talk so much that you have this is a, Professor of human beings. That's why I absolutely love it. I can read bullshit from a mile away. So a person lies, and they're just jabbering on and on and on. So the more they talk, the more more questions they create for the person who's listening to it. Yeah, that's exactly what Chadwick's probably having to deal with. Yeah, and it's not just not his question. lies. It's not just his lies. It's the supervisor's lies with his lies. Yep. And then you multiply that. That's how many holes you have in the in the um, dam of lies. And I just want to remind you of one thing, Gav. Mm. Just this, very quickly. Jerry, just remember. Mm. It's not a lie (laughs) if you believe it. Confucius say. It's not a lie if you believe it. That's the Exeter motto, Chief. Well, that's that's tell a lie enough and it will become fact. George George right there is, is spitting some knowledge. He really is. True. If they just continue to say it, can say it, can say it. That's what the media goes with. We talked about this before the show. Russia, 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 everything. Campaign finance is not a campaign finance violation because Chadwick says it's not. That's right. Everything's hunky-dory. And no problems here. Everybody forgets that he was posted on social media talking crap on us, saying we should be, that we, our wives need to peg us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By the way. It's not a lie if you believe it. Mm-hmm. And then what do what do, what do George Bell's and, and Volmer's uh, fans believe? They don't think it's not them. a lie mm-hmm. if you believe it. And especially when a, a solicitor says it, it's definitely not a lie. It's not a lie if you believe it. Right. That's that's the biggest. You really think about that. We mm-hmm. can. We could do 45 minutes just on that and how that tra- that's right out and the parallels with that to everything going on in society from a federal level to a state level to the local level. Now, if indeed my right to know is the thing that they were talking about, mm-hmm. you're going to find out later in the show here. They're starting to use this catchword of litigation 
to allow themselves to do executive sessions because executive sessions have a couple to three or four uh, reasons why they can meet behind closed doors. One of them being personnel, mm -hmm. one of them being litigation, another one being land purchase mm -hmm. or real estate purchase, whatever you want to call it. And, and uh, the last one being security. Okay. That shouldn't necessarily be out in the public. But I believe that applies more to schools than it does to townships. And there's going to be sources and methods and all that stuff. Right, right? all that kind of stuff, right. Mm -hmm. So those are executive session. Talking about somebody, filing a right to know, to ask for a number of emails is not litigation. They are terming it as litigation so that they can keep information from the public. Well, if there wasn't, remind me, I mean, I'm, maybe this is a Seinfeld episode that I watched or something, but wasn't there, like, I don't know, a supervisor walked in on two supervisors, the solicitor and people from RHM having yep. a meeting about yep. RTKs? Yes. Isn't that amazing? So why was RHM there? So that they could give their side of the story and they could be appraised mm. of exactly what was going and on. Then maybe this uh, supervisors that were in it were smart enough to know that a third one couldn't be there or to be considered a meeting or something like that? Kev, I don't think they give a shit about that in the least. I really don't. But like they sent, uh, they didn't have a vote on suing you. They just sent emails around? Oh, no, those were phone conversations. They at least admitted to that. Mm. It's not a lie if you believe it. But hey, next time we're going to vote him out. The mantra. I'm siding more and more with my brother on this. That voting just doesn't matter. The mantra of the Exeter supervisors. It's not a lie if you believe it. Mm-hmm. And they believe George is a nice guy. You asshole. And he's just in it for the public. Sit down, you old Bettys. Sit down, old woman. Shut up. I'm not telling you again. Hey, guy with a gun, take this guy out of here. It's not a lie <laughs> if you believe it. Yeah, man. I, 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 are we, I, this is the scary part. Are we just a reflection of George Bell then? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that's... You know what I mean? Oh, okay. <laughs> I, well, minus all the donuts and stuff like that. <laughs> On to clip number two. Mm. So in the meeting, um, Dave brought up. Here we go. Dave gave Larry a, or asked Larry to project a slide that had. He asked him? Yes, he asked him. <laughs> A-S-S-E-D. That's the Berg's count. It's like the opposite of asked. So with the black people saying. <laughs> asked. <laughs> asked, right? <laughs> so Berg's County is asked. Yeah. I a asked him. Yeah, A S S E D. Did you ever hear anybody say asted? Uh -huh. Oh, that's a great one. A S S T E D. Uh -huh. I asked him. <laughs> it's like, what are you scared? What are you scared of? <coughs> right. <clears throat> so Dave asked Larry, uh, Larry to Larry Pearsall to put a slide up that he gave him that, that was uh, the invoice from the RHM Super Bowl party at the Reading Country Club. God, what an asshole. Right? <laughs> and so as he asked him to do that, this was said. 
Okay, next item is disbursements, February 26, 2024. Do I have a motion to approve the disbursements? I'll make that motion. Okay, Clarence, second. I second it. Who's hey, Michelle, second it. Discussion. Yes, sir. Uh, I do have some discussions. Who's snapping their pen throughout this whole meeting? Uh, I believe, I think that's Larry. I'm surprised. It was, I think it is Larry. But I'm surprised you did. I was listening to this. I'm like, if it annoyed me, I know it had to annoy you. No, you know, I, I, I do hear it, but it's not as bad as that chair squeak. True. Uh, recently, I, I looked at some of the invoices and had a couple concerns about them. One of the invoices we can talk about, I think, uh, Larry, you have a, uh, a uh, slide that you could put up there for me. Why doesn't he ask for it before? I don't know. Waste of time. Okay, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. next item. You, you hear that? Yeah. Clarence well, said, why didn't he ask this before? It's just a waste of time. Again, like we said on the show last week, or was it the week before that, mm-hmm. I don't read the minutes. I don't read the agenda. Um, I watch the meetings, so this is a great way for Dave Hughes to give how many how many viewers of that meeting last week did you say it was like three nineteen or something like that? Um, this week's meeting? No, last week's. remember when we yeah, talked? Yeah, it was about like it. three three something. Okay, so all those people that watched it are now probably getting information that they didn't have before. Correct. So no, Clarence, it's not a waste of time. It's for the people that sure, don't read the all the stuff. I'd rather watch it and have because most of it is is fine. Yep. But there's parts of it that aren't fine. And maybe, I don't know, Hughes is going to do what I elected him to do. And maybe. Make, make points of the parts that don't make sense. Maybe. So wait, let, let's get in a little deeper. During supervisor reports, Michelle and Clarence had more to say on this very subject. Michelle? Um, the only thing I would like to say, and listen, because... Hang on, hang on. Michelle? Um, Dude, once again, she has her mic pointed up at the ceiling. She has a slight voice to begin with. Dude, I've got this thing boosted to the point that it that it would feed back. Her voice is so annoying. But she needs somebody needs to teach her mic technique. Put yes, exactly that. <laughs> They need to teach her to point it to her and get it close because her voice does not carry. Oh, it carries a really sound of annoying. Uh, I'm happy. She she should have replaced uh, Jim Carrey in that part of the movie Dumb and Dumber. Do you want to hear the, the most car. annoying yes. sound on the planet? <laughs> you just gave me a great idea. <laughs> yeah. You want to hear the most annoying sound on the planet? Sure. So, uh, back to what she said in the beginning. If we could. The only thing I would like to say is that when I look at my stuff for the meeting, if I have any questions, I address them to whoever. Not to sit here all night long and listen because one person can't do that. And I think it's just absolutely ridiculous. Oh, really? The woman who thinks she rules doesn't think the peasants need to know. 
She doesn't think the peasants need information. They don't need information. Good. Just listen to us. Now do it. We will not steer you wrong, peasants. Now do it in her voice. We will not steer (laughs) you wrong, peasants. I'm happy. It's again, it's that it's they don't. I just take it solely as that they don't want public record of this no these questions being asked absolutely correct they do not want it that's That's what it's about and the 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 sad part is is how many people other than us are making a stink of what dave hughes is pointing out here i don't know they take some of the people the certain fan club the the ace hole fan club which they're all a part Mm -hmm. they're why is why is Dave Hughes asking these questions? They take Michelle's side in this. Maybe because I don't know. Again, you may not like Dave Hughes in the way he asks questions. At least he's the only one asking them. For for God's sake. Yeah. Like, wait, there's more. There's more. That's my comment. Okay, thank you. That's my comment. Uh, Clarence, you want to go next? Yeah, I'll go. Um, yeah, I would agree. I don't I, care. Finance questions, all that. They should be asking, if we have those questions, we should be asking them the week before, not not here, Monday night. Right. Ahead of time. Uh, See? Grandstand. It's basically grandstanding. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so somebody is grandstanding because they want to give information to the people. Now, wait a minute, Kev. I understand that it is the basic principle of Exeter Township government that we must hide information from those from from, from the, the the great unwashed. Yeah. From the masses. We must hide information. Ours. It starts <laughs> with the harassment report that they tried to keep quiet until it was exposed. And it goes right through to today. Their obstructionism, their, you can't file a right to know without getting a 30-day extension. Also remember, our solicitor applauds themselves for how many they denied. That's right. And, and he also spikes the football when he wins an appeal against a non-lawyer. Mm-hmm. That is the township saying, double tall man yep. to you. Here you go. We will not give you information. Yep. And when, then when you vote someone out. We're going to put them back on. That's right. Because damn what you want, it's what we want. That's right. Because we rule over you. We rule. That's exactly correct, Kev. So this board doesn't want to waste their precious time getting information to the people. They want to come in, do their stupid fu- uh, uh, do their stupid job. Okay, you almost say effing job. I did. Do their stupid job mm-hmm. and go home. Maybe there's a Hogan's Heroes rerun they have to watch. <laughs> I don't know. But this is, dude, I like, you asked to be put in this position. Well, or- you asked, you ran, you paid for yard signs, you paid for Facebook uh, uh, ads. I don't know. And this is your attitude. Oh, it's basically a waste of time. Give people information. <laughs> yeah. I, Jerk I, off. I think the aspect of it is too is that 
Mm, I hate go along, get along people. The you listen to what Michelle and Clarence say, they're expecting everyone to do what they do mm-hmm. and how they do it. And then sadly, listen to what Jack says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's essentially agreeing with them. So he's part of the problem too. It's been, he's such, Jack has been such a letdown. My fault for voting for him. Wish I never did. It's, my head was exploding when I watched this. I had a basketball game Monday night. Mm -hmm. So I watched it late. My head was exploding as I watched this. I could not believe what I was hearing. And it shouldn't affect me that way. Well, you shouldn't be shocked. Exactly. You should. It should be expected. Precisely. These are the people Michelle said that she rules over us. So, the, the less information, the better. Where we, the the people, are. I I would rather be have just so much information that I can't wield through it. And thankfully, there's someone like Dave Hughes that's asking the questions through that information. They put the information out there. They don't make it very easy to go through, and then. What's easier than watching? Why think about this? Why are Instagram reels and Facebook reels like such a big thing? It's because short. Yep. Attention spans with people are very small. I remember I used to do a write a piece every morning for like 12 years. Every morning. And I had a couple people say, or I would put articles and they're like, Can you just give me like a little synopsis? Because they don't have time, they don't have time to read the full article, but they want me to. My synopsis would always be, you're effing lazy. Mm-hmm. Read it. Right. So this is the part. So with how much coming through, well, I don't have time to read the minutes. I got to go to some website, find them, download them, and read all through them. And then the financial stuff, oh, my God. I'm, I, who, who has the time for that other than the people that were elected to do it? You're hitting uh-huh. every perfect point. It's exactly it. Why are they there? Are they there to make vendors happy or are they there to serve the people i would love to ask them in fact i believe i will are you here to serve the vendors or the people because you are behaving like you're here to serve the vendors well it's 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 this point too jerry is that i elected dave hughes to do this type of thing i elected jack Piho to do this type of thing, to go through it and raise the questions with that. That's exactly why you elect somebody. They're not doing their jobs as supervisors. It's not just go along to get along. It's to give me information. I'm the taxpayer. You're representing me. That's right. That's why I give Judy Schwenk so much shit for Act 12. You voted for it. You are half the fifty percent of the reason why I have water bills that are three to four hundred dollars. Yep. That's the part that Amanda Johnson doesn't get. Is I blame I blame Michelle, I blame Jack, and I blame Clarence for not doing the same exact thing. They all should be asking these freaking questions, not just Dave Hughes. He should not be the 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 light on top of the Christmas tree that's making the entire Christmas tree illuminated. And I would blame George Bell if he were legally placed on that board. Yeah, I would too, but he's not a supervisor. He's just there. But that's, you see what I'm saying? Like you, 100%. Why do we elect these people? To go through this shit and ask questions and then give us 
the the people that elected him, the information. Dave, for as much as these people are saying this is not what Dave Hughes should be doing, you people are having it ass backwards. He's doing exactly what he should be doing. Yeah. The and others are, are, are lax in their duty. Lax? Lax? Ex-lax in their duty. They're shit in the bed, Kev. Literally. What do you think? Mm. Do you like that? Shit in the bed. You like shit in the bed? I don't not I don't like shitting the bed. I don't like someone else shitting the bed. I'm told. <laughs> How's right. that? That's better. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so the next thing up is Davey's supervisor report. And I kind of mismashed mishmashed. I took some stuff out in the middle. Okay. So should anybody be going, hey, he didn't say it that way. That's why. Okay. Okay, so uh, one of the issues I brought up early in the meeting was uh, the need for a forensic audit. And my, my reasons for that... Forensic audit. Sounds like a great idea. Why not? There is all kinds of financial impropriety. We can't get financial information. They won't tell us how much our, uh, the, the Reading Country Club costs. It's pulling teeth to get any of this information. There is all kinds of, of, of information in back of us that tells us that money's been hidden and or stolen. Yeah, and they're moving funds from one fund to other without, and then going to pay it back or not pay it back. And right. Filling holes with without money. Without a paper trail. Yep, filling holes uh, with money from a different fund, and then... It's not an unreasonable request. If you consider the uh, excess of purchase price of the Reading Country Club, bonds were executed in excess of $18 million. During the next couple of years, a forensic audit showed that $2.7 million of that was misappropriated and misused. Uh, they were supposed to be used for capital improvements. Instead, they were paid operating costs of the Running Country Club. Hang on. We give it a couple more seconds. Uh, sorry, Jerry. We have a current supervisor on the board that was there when all this happened, uh, and there's no evidence that she did anything uh, to prevent this from happening. That would be Michelle Kirchner. She was on the board when all this crap happened before. Mm -hmm. If you go back, and I don't remember the year, I'm going to go look it up. But if you go back and look at the minutes from, I think it's 2007, but don't quote me, could be 08. 2007? 2007. Jesus. You will see that the board passed, and it's right there in the minutes, the the vendor at the time at Reading Country Club was Billy Casper Golf. Oh, they need $50,000 for operations. They need 220000 They need this. They need that. They're just writing MF and checks to a private company. Nice. It's crazy. <laughs> it's insane. So that alone, like, I, I don't know what a forensic audit looks like. Were the, was that company, I don't know if you have to go back that far. But Basic question. Was that company supposed to be self-funded, so everything that they sold oh, yeah. out of that building, they would go to uh, pay? Yeah. They were, I think they were running all the operation, golf and inside. So they were essentially rent, renting the golf course, essentially, renting the golf course and the clubhouse uh, or the whatever. And so, we were still giving them money. So every single thing that they made off of, of greens fees and selling balls and whatever, they made they were supposed to pay their people from that. Now, did the did the township get a portion of that? I I can't answer that. 
I, I would imagine that was the intent. So but on if top they were of all that, we were paying them 50G here, 50G there. Yeah, they, they were continually writing them checks. So the problems that we're dealing with now are have basically... Have existed all along. <laughs> have existed that, all along, that's even, Kev. That even makes the golf boondoggle even worse. Kev, that's why I keep saying to people, over the span of us owning this, it has cost the taxpayers at least $20 million to keep that piece of shit afloat. And I saw the arguments of on your, on your article about turning it into a park, which was my idea, your idea, Dave Hughes. How many different people over the last 30, 20 yeah. years had that? Um, and then the cost of, and some people are just like, and Chad Capel was right. Now it, he lives a little too far to use it as a park, but he could drive down there. Yeah, you can drive down there. Wife and kids in tow, and then take them on the park. And every this is the point that I started. I started to write a comment, and then again I deleted it. Everyone can use it. The park would be free for users. Mm-hmm. Everybody could use it. Can you just go take your golf clubs and start playing nine? Nope. So it's just for a few people, a yeah. small handful of people right. to play golf. But everybody could use the park. Yep. All you got to do is get there. Yep. And you can sit under a tree and read Atlas Shrugged and enjoy a nice spring day. Or have a picnic. Have a picnic. Mm-hmm. I, I may have mentioned this before on the show. I don't know. But a former supervisor, I'm going to call it five, six years ago, Chip White, who's the guy that owns Building 24. Okay. And the axe throwing and all that crap. Okay. Over and why I'm missing. Okay. He had this idea. He was like, let's turn the country club into downtown Exeter. What, build put shops a street, and stuff? Put a street through it. And put shops and everything on it? Restaurants? That would be cool as shit. And sell off parcels to shops. You could build it slowly. And then then the entrepreneurs would come will in. be the ones who are building it. Now, you, you'd, you'd have to kind of get it started. There yeah, would be infrastructure. A, I don't know exactly what it looks like. I don't. I'll admit it. That's but a great idea, though. It is a great idea because you let other people pay for everything. Well, it's also, I mean, you could do, listen, I remember I talked about this with my wife with Phoenixville. Phoenixville back in the day was a shithole. Mm-hmm. Now... All the gay people came in and made it great. Like the restaurants, the bars, there's art shops, there's clothing shops. It's high-scale stuff. It's nice, right? It's real nice. Yep. You could do the same thing. You just have to put the infrastructure in with you know, the electrical, the sewer, and everything all yeah. like that. That'd be a hell of an idea. Yeah, and, and you would recoup the, the, the money. You'd have to put it out up front, but it would come in, in, in the form of, okay, we'll sell this plot of land to Joe's Restaurant. Mm-hmm. Well, you're not just going to... Or you sublet it. Right. But the point is, is that it would be an investment that in the, in, in the end would be beneficial to all people in Exeter. That's right. And you eventually could probably, if not make money, break even. That's or we're right. not doing that with this. I think some of the people on your comments on there, I'm not going to name the person, but I don't think they understand what a bad investment is. Like at a certain point, you just have to cut ties and you you make you, you lost. Yeah. Take the L and move on. Yeah. 85% of small businesses fail in the first 5 years. Yep. Those people try again. Yes, that's what an investment is. There's no there's capitalism you win as much as you lose, right? 
Yeah. Or you lose more. But the point is, is I don't think some of the people, well, we're not going to get his money back. If we continue now, we're still going to lose more and more money. Yep. So at a certain point, you have to stop the bleeding. You get shot in the leg, they put a tourniquet on <laughs> to stop the bleeding. And, and, and this idea, I think, is really good because you could then use the funds that you garner from the sale of the plots to do other things. Mm-hmm. You know, build an amphitheater where you can hold free concerts. Oh, that would be cool. Okay. Um, Dave Hughes is fond of saying, let's put a temporary ice skating rink. Oh, in yeah. the winter, an ice skating rink. It, it's it's a little expensive, but if you can fund it with the proceeds from these businesses setting up, it's not that. Why expensive. the hell not? It's not that expensive. We had one where I went to school up in Maine, and as mm-hmm. soon as they would pour water on it, and up in Maine, I granted granted it's a yeah. lot colder than it is here. We played ice hockey on it. We would get our snow shovels out. Now, granted, it was four feet of snow. You shovel the snow, and then you play ice hockey on it, and you just have to put more water down on it. Well, now with the water bills, it's so damn expensive. But it's a great idea. Just you wouldn't even if you would just take the roads that are there now. Yep. You could put enough shops on a side of those roads that are into the to, the country club, where you could start the rest. Yeah. You could fund the rest. Yes. That would put an amphitheater doesn't cost that much money, really. You run electricity to it, and you build a. A big A-frame type of thing that you could have bands play in it. Yep. They had once called Miller Park when I lived down in Exton. Mm-hmm. We lived down in Exton, Miller Park. They Every Saturday, they would have concerts. And my Dude, buddy and I used to ride our bikes to it. The City Park Band Shell. Mm-hmm. They used to have uh, <clears throat> every Friday night in July. They would bring in music. Yep. They would bring in, like... What would be a nationally known band? No, not Alice Cooper, not not Taylor Swift, but somebody who has a recording contract who does maybe tour clubs. Mm-hmm. I went to numerous of them. It was very entertaining, and it doesn't cost you anything. They come around yep. with a. They used to come around with a a, a cup, and, and you throw ten or twenty into yep. it. Okay, you, they have vendors in trucks. Yep, you get food a sandwich. Trucks. You can get ice cream. Yep. and you just sit there and you listen to music, whether you like the music or not, is immaterial. Yep, it's just a nice free thing. We could do something like that. It would attract people. Oh, yeah. it could pay for itself. But the ice rink. Back to the ice rink. Great. They idea. do this. It, it, uh, they have a Christmas market around City Hall in Philly. Mm-hmm. There's an ice rink. And then if you make it nice enough, imagine doing. You know how they have the. Uh, up in New England, they bring all the NHL guys and they play outside in the snow. Well, no, the stadium series <coughs> it's called now. Yep, you could do the same thing. Reading Royals could come and play a game there. Well, I I don't know if this ice rink is NHL regulation size, but it's not that hard to make it. But but and I don't know what it costs. So, but it, it the point is, it's an idea. Yeah, it let, lets everybody bring an idea. Band shell, ice skating rink. I think the it, amphitheater uh, is a great start. And then you have food trucks on it. And then, like I just said, with the road, you could put different shops along there, whether it's whether it's a stand or it's a small... Mm-hmm. Like, you don't need a huge place. What's a crisis? Like we just said, food trucks. Yep. You just have a little storefront. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Moses gone, but just think about they had a lot more seating than what you needed. You, just, you cut that place to a quarter... And you could do a little seat, eat in thing there, have shops, or what? It doesn't have to just be for, st- excuse me, stupid golf. That would that's a great. I never heard that one. I never thought that's a good idea. Yeah, Chip had that idea, and and again, I don't. I, I've said it already before. 
but I don't know if it's just something that he threw out there one time and it died, or if it's something that he was looking actually into. looking into and working on. Great idea. But the damn thing just died regardless. You do that, you make the other part the parks. Whatever. The right side, as you're going up Gibraltar towards Shelbourne, the right side can be that, the left side can be a park. Whatever you want. Well, the cost of that. Um, one mower and some weed whackers, mm-hmm. and you're good. You don't have to worry that it's cut to the to tea boxes or this, the your, greens are this, replacing Your chemical costs holes. go through oh the floor. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so, again, and it's an investment one. that you, the investment that we have right now is an investment that we're bleeding money. And we've been bleeding money for over a decade. Since 2005 or 2006, whenever it was, it's $20 million that we've put into it. And that doesn't include the purchase price. Yeah. <laughs> That's $20 million in losses. Town Watcher just said, uh, they could do a street with shops at the promenade, too. They, they could, ha- but that's all but sold. They already had that, too. <laughs> the Hallmark store used to be up there and with Giant and everything. Yeah, and you know what else? They've got nice new sidewalks. It's walkable up Perky Omen. It's perfect. They could build downtown Exeter there. It's And everybody, you see people walking there all the time now, don't you, Kev? <laughs> I, I actually see high school kids walking down to the gym. To that's- go to the vape shop. No, to go to to the gym. But they don't walk down that way. They cut over. Right. Like, my son's done it, too. Like, they don't walk down the street from yeah. the school and then all the way down the sidewalks. Yeah. yeah. They cut over by Riften, over the hill, through people's yards. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's, just, it's more short. And now they're going to... Did I read that they're going to bulldoze the dominoes? Yes, and the the, the Put dominoes another vape people, shop? No, there's there's going to be apparently like office space and a retail for Domino's. It, it it's going to be a, a, a mini a bigger Domino's. Under, no, it's it. There's going to be office space in there too. Okay, it's it's there's going to be three or four units in there hmm. to do various things, but it's also going to house Domino's. Great. Somebody else owns it. I don't care. Go for it. Yeah. If you win, God bless you. Should if you fail. It's on you, Chief. They should put another Starbucks in there. <laughs> you can one more. Is it going to make if, a difference? We also learned that all the financial records of the three funds that record the financial information for the golf course operation, the food and beverage, and the clubhouse account had mysteriously disappeared. Mysteriously. This was never followed up. With- mysteriously, isn't it unbelievable? No, what is unbelievable? Is that no one other than Dave Hughes seems to give a shit? Mm-hmm. That's that's what's amazing to me. This is in like 2018. The books for the Reading Country Club are just gone. Eh. They don't exist. Eh. Maley, the former uh, auditor, put that in one of the reports. I think 2019. Three sets of books gone. Not here. Can't find them. How can <laughs> how convenient. <laughs> Maybe the same person that took the security camera footage of Epstein's jail cell took the took the books from Reading Country Club. With an investigation, ever. I've been asking for it, but we haven't looked into it. 
Significant losses have occurred each year at the operating level over 300,000. kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> Who wrote that? What? Somebody wrote that? No, I did. I oh, just said okay. it. Dave Hughes didn't kill himself. Dollars per year or more. And it appears that there may have been attempts to hide it or uh, maybe it's just incompetence or, or, or whatever. It's like the 205,000 I asked you where, where it went. Uh, it, what, whatever did occur resulted in a movement of money that went unrecorded in the specific fund accounts. Yet the budget of the golf course operations grows each year, losing more and more money. Why? Yeah, it's our investment that's bleeding us. They're literally not trying to put a tourniquet on. They're literally just like opening the wound. Yeah, they're actually putting a, 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 a like a rib spreader in there and cranking it and opening it up. A cervix opener. Yeah, <laughs> that's what that, that was my nickname. <laughs> <laughs> that was my nickname in high school, Kev. <laughs> <laughs> What's the name of that tool? <laughs> I'm sure. The questionable good. arrangement with RHM that our board refused. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Cervix opener, Gillis. <laughs> Just to correct, the clubhouse loses over 100000 a year for uh, the benefits to a for-profit organization. Not our taxpayers, but for RHM. Closing down the operations now would save the taxpayers of Exeter at least $100,000. Just on the indoor events. Yeah, but then who's, gonna, who's going to donate money to George Bell's campaign? <laughs> That's a great point. What's so different? Who's going <laughs> to donate money to George Bell's next failing campaign? Yeah, right. Difficult to understand. Less it doesn't matter. Knowledge. Doesn't you can just get put right back on the board? Yep. Like, why would he even run? I wouldn't spend a dime. I would just put some. I wouldn't even put my name up for election. I would just hope that somebody you know is going <coughs> to drop out or die, and I just get put right back on. It might take a couple of months. Yeah, it's going to happen. We get put right back on. Yep. <laughs> What's or, or this? Why even have elections? There you go. Just leave them in there. Yep. That's probably what we're headed for, right? AI. Not probably. That's actually, yes, it is what we're headed for. AI elections. So related to our uh, huge accounts receivable that at one time was almost $3 million when we sold the sewer plant. And we've been whittling that down, but uh, no controls uh, at that time either. So I, <laughs> I want to just encourage the... It's just good that... You know, these problems that we have are just new. Yeah. <laughs> like I was, yeah. They're yeah, not recurring. Going to the age thing, you said like 2008. I was having a conversation with one of the kids. He and I, I said, you want to go shoot some hoops after practice? So we went up to the auxiliary gym. We were shooting hoops. And he started talking about GOAT, you know, the basketball or whatever. Yeah. And he goes, you know, LeBron James. I'm like, dude, I'm not even entertaining this conversation with you. I said, did you ever watch Jordan play? He's like, yeah. I'm like, did you? I said, what year were you born? He said, 2006. I'm like, oh my god, go away! <laughs> oh my god, dude, you weren't alive when Michael Jordan was playing. Come on. You may have seen it, seen it on YouTube. Or yeah, something. you didn't see clips of Michael Jordan playing. You know what I mean? But him saying that he was born in 2006, I was like, holy shit, dude. These kids could benefit so much by going onto YouTube 
and and like hitting themselves in the head with a tablet (laughs) and and putting in a search for like sixers celtics or sixers lakers matchup from the 70s and 80s or piston bulls wars man oh dude we he would so i played a little bit of defense on him and he went up to do a layup and i slapped him in the belly yeah (laughs) he's like that's a foul i'm like no, it's not. On what continent? Right? And then uh, I he went up for a shot, and I, you know, contested the shot, put my all-way hand up, and the ball right. left, and I slapped his hand. Uh-huh. He's like, that's a foul. I'm like, no, it didn't. I didn't, I didn't change your shot. The ball had already left your hand. Like, these kids think everything's a foul. It's the NBA now where everything <laughs> is a foul. Right? But I was just amazed. He was, like, every single time I forget. With the kids that I work with, I'm like, oh my god, you're born in 2006. I was like, yeah, I've been married longer than you guys have been alive. <laughs> Humbling, but Board yeah, I consider- agree. Like some of those uh, Pistons and Celtics games, or the Pistons and against the Bulls. No, I said well, Sixers. Oh, well, you could do Sixers too. The late 70s through early 80s Sixers was a formidable team that only got over that hump. One time. Mm -hmm. But I think they played in the championship finals in a six-year period four times. Yeah. And and they... I'm just going to go back. Dr. J. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I I remember when I started to pay attention. Well, I was old. I mean, in 1980, I was, what, five, six years old? Mm -hmm. I remember him playing because he played with Barkley for like one season, didn't he? One or two. Not much. Yeah. He was amazing. He was amazing. Okay, back to the clip. A, uh, an audit, forensic audit. I think we need one. There are other uh, issues that occurred. I won't mention those right now, but they exist. My second item is a general discussion by the board and among supervisors appears to me to be suppressed and apparently not encouraged. The direct result of three unelected supervisors and an ethically challenged uh, solicitor. And <laughs> he just says it, man. It comes off his tongue very, very smoothly. And people hate that he tells the truth. Yeah. What was what did uh, George Orwell say? Something, something, the truth is hated. It's not the truth that's hated. It's the truth teller or something like that. You can see they don't hate the message. They just, they attack the messenger, not the, not the message. Truth is treason in the empire of lies. There you go. <laughs> former township manager we changed the ordinances uh, which robert's rules of order recommend uh, uh two two uh conversations on an agenda item for 10 minutes we reduced that to five minutes and there are do you hear that horn i do i don't know if it's someone's alarm or someone just being an answer it's not an alarm it's too uneven They're, they're honking incessantly. Probably some asshole this golfer. Long? There it stopped. There are many instances in the past two years where I was just cut off, prevented from complete, completing my comments. And, and this, this began with resolutions and changes to the ordinances controlling the amount of discussion. And although the right to Robert's Rules of Order suggested reasonable times, uh, it went... It went. It changed. It hurts our community. When we would legally discuss general or specific topics, perhaps not listed on the agenda, if not in a board of supervisors meeting, where do we discuss these? We can't discuss general topics in an executive session. 
or, be, or we can't meet with more than one supervisor at one time. So when do we converse and actually just have a discussion on issues like some financial matter? And these raises questions that you can't uh, propose at the, before a meeting sometimes. They come up when discussions are happening. So what we're doing is we're suppressing conversation. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's making a great point in that. So when are they supposed to discuss these things, if not in that meeting? In quiet, of course, behind closed doors. Why not well, do it in an executive session? Well, the unsaid thing is you're not supposed to talk about it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. If we don't want to hear it, you're not supposed to talk about it. Get in line. Do like everybody else. Yeah. And shut up. Yeah. Do what you're told. Know your role. Shut your hole. It's unreal, man. It's expected, dude. In the past two years, have you seen anything that would show that anything no. different is going to happen? No. So I think the most upsetting aspect is Pio's just sitting there. Yep. Uh huh. Yep. Uh huh. Yep. And doing nothing to fix any of it. Fiscal responsibility at its best. Yeah. So uh, the next clip is. <laughs> So this couple, let me just put a bug in your ear. Please don't. For when Clarence and Michelle start whining about the length of meetings. And if when they point to this one about how long it was, I want you to remember that about 40 minutes of it was them busting the balls of these people who just want to build a house. Right. Okay. It was somewhere between 30 and 40 minutes. These people bought a house. It's there's a driveway going back. Or they bought land. They bought land, right. They bought land and they want to build a house. Mm-hmm. However, the the whatever the code says you can't have more than 3 back there and this would be the fifth. The fifth house or something like that. Yeah, I, I watched the meeting. Yeah. So so I mean the basic thing is they're asking for a variance and they did get it. But in the meantime, it's a 30 or 40 minute thing. So when they talk about how long meetings are, remember that. Okay, I do. I'm, I'm, I just took the whole thing was, so these people own the land and the government's telling them that they can or cannot build exactly. on their own land. On the land Which, which also think about this then. If they do build a house, they're going to be doing property improvement and therefore they're going to be paying more taxes. The tax, yes. <laughs> There's, a, there's an actual tax assessment ha- that goes you up. You have to get okay to pay more taxes yep. from the government. Yep. To that give you, them more money. just shows that you don't own a damn thing. Ever. So after these people got done, this is what happened. These poor people, they, 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 thank God they got approved, okay? But just the fact that they had to go through all this mm-hmm. shit and go back and listen to the shit they had they, to go through. They said that they've spent how much money just on lawyers because their yeah. lawyer was there for them. Right. Mr. Chairman, I wonder if you would consider a brief executive session on this matter. Yeah, you're thinking the same way I am. Especially- whoa, 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 whoa. What are the four things, again, Kev? Personnel... Security. Security. Uh, litigation. Yeah, litigation. Real estate purchase. Not development. Real estate purchase. Got it. Those are the things you can have an executive session for. Not to talk behind the people's back. They needed 
to have that out right in front of the public. This gave them the cover of talking shit about these people behind closed doors. This is a Sunshine Act violation. Yeah, and you would think that our blue light solicitor would have said, listen, this isn't one of the reasons that you can have an executive session. Because apparently he stuck his nose out on other things that Hughes said to discuss in executive session. He'd be like, that isn't one of the things. Right. Yeah, amazing how he picks and chooses. Actually, uh, with this. Yeah. So that would be my who, request. If we who calls? Okay. So it's George who requests session. the executive session? Shocker. Yeah, the the... the so, he makes so, the motion for an executive session. Yes. So the Exeter Township Supervisors mm. and George Bell went into an illegal executive session. Right. My my question was who made the motion for an executive session? George. Okay. I need a second. I'll, I'll second. I'll second that. I think we definitely need to. And, uh, hold have, on. Pause it. It, it. Didn't Jack one? Didn't Jack say I got a little placky certificate that says that he knows how to run everything? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Just checking. We'll have an executive session about any goddamn thing we want. You peasants. Things elect me. Things are going to be different. Uh, if uh, we're going to, what's the proper word? Recess. 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 We're going to recess. He's the Joe Biden of supervisors boards. <laughs> and briefly take a, take a look at this, and we'll reconve uh, we'll reconvene. Give us, a, give us a few minutes to look at this. Thank you very much. We're going to have an executive session about something that we're not allowed to have an executive session about. Screw you if you think you're entitled to information. More hiding of information, Kev. More. Not shocked. And you know what? I, I, <clears throat> the content is... The, the problem is that they did it with no, with actually, with absolutely no fear nope. of being contradicted. These people's business should not be on display, but it's not one of the reasons that you can call an executive session. Go by the rules or throw the rules out. No consequences for them to do this. No one's going to call them out, except for us. Okay, so now this is them coming back from it. Remember what I said at the beginning of the show? Now, do they give trumpets when they come back in? No, but it's a great idea. Here's what happens. I'm full of them. All right, we'll call the meeting back to right. order. Um, we uh, first off, we had an executive session to discuss possible litigation on the Gerhardt Lane uh, uh, matter. I'll say it that way. Possible litigation of what? Who's suing anybody? Who's? You're not at that level. This is what I told you earlier. They're using litigation. Yep. Anytime they want to have an effing executive session, they'll have an executive session over litigation of Hershey bars next. And who's telling them to use that word? The shit listener. Yep. Yep. That's it. This is... <laughs> dude, this is unbelievable. They just... Uh, dude. <laughs> use this word. Next, they're going to have... Next, they're going to have Mike use certain words, and they tell him, they're going to contact Mike Chapina and tell him to put certain words in there to run the narrative. It's it. I shouldn't say it's unbelievable. It's unfathomable to me that they don't care about the rules. And then you're going to see all the normal Ace and his buddies 
start commenting on social media using the same word, just like they did with insurrect, the federal government did with insurrection. Yeah. Media is going to take the word and Russian disinformation. You know, those, those clips where all it's like all the media sites, all the people on the news are using Russian disinformation, yep. right? Now, <laughs> all the people in Exeter are going to be like, litigation, 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 yeah. litigation. Litigation. Mm-hmm. All the well, they could do this because it's litigation. You're gonna see it. You watch. You watch. They're all gonna be like, "Well, they're allowed to do it." Jerry and Kevin are wrong. It's litigation. See? Hey, that's maybe what happens. We are wrong, but you know what? I side with the people. Yeah, that's what you're seeing now. People are such bootlickers for the state at whatever level. <clears throat> it's amazing to me. So next clip is. Um, Again, Dave Hughes trying to teach him how to use Robert's Rules of Order. Oh, what are those? All right. Um, do I have a motion to uh, approve the variance requests for the Lorraine, um, Lorraine Nursery property from uh, it's oh my, Jack's pen. 160 it's Jack's to 200 uh, foot in, in length? And that'll uh, that would be then there'll be a total of six properties on the site. Six buildings, that's correct. Yeah. Do, do I have a motion for that? I'll make that motion. Okay. A second. Uh, could you restate the motion that the person yeah. just made the motion, please? Yeah, I. Well, we just I, I, I know. I stated it, and uh, Clarence said he was. That's the way it. it works. You know. Okay. Yeah, I already did it. Yeah. It's good enough. Good enough. I right, do have Jack a second. Did it. It's good enough. We don't have to follow rules. Rules don't apply to us. Don't you understand, Dave? They don't apply. They don't apply to us. It's good enough. Now sit there and don't ask any questions. Yeah, we don't have to get a warrant to, to come into your house. It's good enough. Good enough. It's good enough. Remove the fantasy. Just remove the fantasy that you actually have any rules for this meeting. It's. Do you see the parallels between everything in society and government? They're lawless. They're lawless. They are being lawless. Our federal government is lawless. Our state government is lawless. Agreed. It's it's it, it's an you want to if you want to hear about epidemics. Our lawlessness is an epidemic. Yeah. At all levels of government and with the people too. Because then you have people that have no moral fabric that we talk about a lot. They're lawless too because they're like, ah, oh, why is Dave doing this? It's good enough. It, they're they're echoing the same bullshit that Clarence Ham just said. Oh yeah. Yeah, and, and and it's just yeah, it is Jack. You're right because we never used to hear it, but now we do. Well, plus you're he right. he hit his pen, which means tells me that he has his pen in his hand, so he's yeah. fiddling with it. So he's mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, so uh, why don't we take a little break? How does that sound? That's cool. All right, so we'll listen to a little bit of music, and we'll be at not we'll Taylor Swift, Jerry. God damn it! You put on Taylor right, Swift. I'm going to smash that hey, let me change it. laptop across let me the table. It. Okay. He's putting on Taylor Swift on purpose now. All right, here we go. We'll be back with the exit around the ground. <laughs> It's times like these you learn. 
learn to love again It sounds like these time and time And there you go. You know, just a real point here. So Jerry and I take a potty break when we go. And I can tell the difference when we're here in the studio and then when I'm at my house. Because when I'm at my house, I just go in and pee and leave it. If it's mellow, it, <laughs> if it's yellow, it's, you let it mellow. Because at right. my house, I try to conserve all the water I can. Water. <laughs> the water? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. Anyway, so I flush here, but at home, I don't. It's good that you can differentiate. Yeah. I appreciate the differentiation. Um, some comments in the chat. Go ahead. Uh, confused taxpayers say the litigation must be pending or active. Confused taxpayers said you can't just speculate about possible litigation. That's right. That's exactly the point. Unless a lawsuit was in process, executive session cannot be used. Correct. <clears throat> Yeah, but the laws are for, listen, confused taxpayers. For the little people. Maybe you, ha maybe you haven't caught on, but laws are not for those that rule over us. They are for us, the peons and the peasants. That's, mm -hmm. They're for us. That's what, You can break laws, they can't. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. And the quicker you realize this, the quicker we can all be happy and not own, any, own anything. And be happy. Right. Jeez, these these rabble-rousers that expect laws to be even and just. So we had some... <clears throat> we, we had some uh, talk about moving parts of the Reading Country Club onto what they were terming the township campus <laughs> to allow this, that, or the other thing to happen. Okay. And a little bit came out that they're kind of tipping their hand on something. Hmm. Okay? And Dave Hughes calls it out. And, and like, I hadn't even considered it. I went, oh, shit, he's right. <laughs> Dave Hughes. Which, for the future, is just to make sure that it's on the, on the township property itself. Well, I, I can see us doing that if we're planning on selling any of this uh, portion of the property, like selling the Reading Country Club. Okay, maybe you would do it then. Is that what you guys are planning to do? Sell the Reading Country Club? Because other than that, it's our property, whether it's... Their buttholes just clenched up. portion of a lot or another lot, we can... Well, well the, all, the other assumption. Listen to how quiet it got. Wait, when he says that. There's noise, and then all of a sudden, it's quiet. Selling the Reading Country Club. Okay, maybe you would do it then. Is that what you guys are planning to do? See what he said do? there, you guys. Sell the Reading Country You guys planning. He didn't, he, he didn't add himself in there. He didn't. He appears to know nothing about it. Mm. Well, of course, sure. But it, it, he said that, and I went, of course, mm -hmm. of course they're talking about that. They have somebody on the line to buy it, maybe. That's why they're doing all this consolidation. They're in talks. And they're also taking a piece. But, but don't tell us. Don't, again, let's hide the information. Mm -hmm. By all means, hide information. Hide information. Hide it. Hide it. We'll spring it. You're on a need-to-know basis, public. Because we rule over you. We rule you. Are you shocked? Because other than that, it's our property, whether it's on one wrong. portion of wrong. the That's where he's wrong. It's Michelle's property. It's Jack's Pio. It's Jack Pio's property. It's Clarence's property. It's their property. It is. And then, uh, uh, apparently, it's not Dave Hughes's property. It's not. 
because he's not letting on the information. Mm-hmm. Other line we can. Well, well, the old. Well, the other thought, assumptions right, right. Well, the other thing, though, too, is what we, we talked about a new township building. And if we would do the township building, as uh, some were discussing, like maybe we'll do it off of this building. In Are we talking about a township building? I think they skirted around the idea, but it got it got stopped when the 24 percent tax increase and the, the fire, the fire Taj Mahal. If we would take down the existing maintenance building, well. See, that's another portion of it. They, they, part of this, this taking of pro- or moving of property involves the possibility of doing a fire station across the street. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not even trying to hide it, Kev. Nope. They're not even trying to hide it. The fire station is a done deal. And it doesn't goddamn matter how much it costs. It's a done deal. And it doesn't matter how many people come to the meeting and bitch and complain. Well, that's two separate parcels. And I'm not saying I'm for or against it, but tell us something. Stop hiding. You're f- you're not for or against it? I'm not saying if I'm for or against it. I really don't know if those buildings need to be replaced. All I know is they say it needs to be replaced. I don't know. Well, they're Maybe. They're- it's a possibility. It's been a minute since they've had a new fire station built. Maybe they need it. I don't know. I'm not saying yes or no on it. I'm just saying information's being hidden from us. Yeah. I'm, I'm also just saying we need to live within our means. And right now... You think that's not- important, really? <laughs> uh, right now, 24% tax increase. The school township or the school district's going to raise taxes. Uh, they already doubled our recycling costs. Um, our water bills are out of, I mean, way to, this is the problem when people think they rule over us. It's the same thing. I listen to the Democrats and Joe Biden talk about the economy. Everything's great. Everything's great in Exeter. Everything's, everything's, the economy's awesome. Everything's cheap. Everything, what are you complaining about? You're such a whiner. 24% mm-hmm. from the township plus a doubling of recycling fee. Nine percent from the county, and we know that the, the, the school district has admitted it's probably going to be around four mm-hmm. percent. Nine and four is thirteen. Plus twenty four is thirty seven. Plus a hundred and something. Plus eighty some dollars to double the recycling. Thirty seven percent tax increase in one goddamn year. It, it's almost like they don't give a shit about the people that live here. They don't. They don't care. They're gonna. That's my point of of going to the meetings and telling them they don't care. Three hundred because there's no freaking consequences. Even voting them out is not a consequence because it doesn't happen. You understand why I'm a little upset? Because no. there's no consequences for anyone. There's no consequences for people that are on the board, and then they get voted out. They get put back on. I proposed to somebody the other Jesus day. Jesus Christ. I proposed to somebody the other day that we should open a pitchfork and torch store yeah. near the township building mm-hmm. for people to grab supplies on the way in. They don't fear anything because they don't fear getting voted out. They don't have to fear getting voted out. That's my point. Remember what Thomas Jefferson said. Uh, when the people fear government, mm-hmm. it is tyranny. Mm-hmm. 
when the government fears people, that is freedom. And, and here's the part that I don't think a lot of people get, is they think you're being hyperbolic. You're not. The tyranny at the supervisor's level is just smaller than at the federal level. The same federal government that doesn't need a warrant to look in your bank account, to look in your phone records, they actually will use your tax money to give it to Verizon, to AT&T, to get your information without a warrant. Mm -hmm. The same people that know what you're buying, what you're not buying. If you buy a gun, you're on a list. Christ sakes, Biden has it. If you buy a gun or a Bible, you're on a list. This is just that is tyranny. It's it's it it, it and the same level they don't tyranny is when they don't give a shit what you say. These supervisors don't give a shit what we say or the other people in Exeter because we, they don't have to. Right, they don't have to. They just get put right back on the board. Because what is the thing? Well, I won't get elected because no one's going to come with pitchforks or torches. You can't possibly say anything that could be... Because people are pussies. ...to be thought of being violent. It's one of the reasons why I don't go to meetings. Because I don't want... I, I, I don't trust myself. Because I can go off <laughs> real fast. I cool. I ask my wife. I get fired. Us foals get fired up real quick and then cool down quick. My son's the same way. I, do, I don't trust myself because I, I, I might throw tables. That might be a good thing. Honestly, that's where a point that's... I'm not saying, I'm just saying. Some of that shit's needed to stop we, some of this ridiculousness. How about we get some chairs thrown? Insurrection, my ass. That, well, no, mm -hmm, never mind. For one, so... But that's uh, that's talking to you guys on what we do. Yep. Okay, we're gonna move on. They don't yeah. care. We're gonna combine, or we're they gonna take don't a on it. care. <laughs> they don't have to. Nope. They don't care. They do illegal shit, and people don't care. Literally, that's not, not us making up that it's illegal. They literally did something that was illegal, mm -hmm. and they don't care. Nope. They don't care that they did something that was illegal. Apparently, nobody else in Exeter does either. It's because there's a group of people that agree with what they're doing. Just like the FBI going through Melania's panty drawer. There was people that agreed, yeah, torment them, torment them. They're the, this is the dehumanization. It's the same thing with you see these people. They would be fine with the cops doing a, a no warrant search of, of Dave Hughes' house. Guarantee it because they just don't like Dave Hughes or your house or my house. That's what derangement syndrome is, is when you have dehumanized a person so bad that they don't, you know, the people that align with them politically, they don't care. They can beat you to a pulp. I don't care. You don't have First Amendment rights. Look how many people agreed with the township suing you. Yeah. Hmm? Yeah. Right? They wouldn't, they wouldn't mind the Exeter PD coming in raiding your house. Nope. They'd be, they would agree with it just because they don't like you. Mm-hmm. The same way that there's people that agreed with the FBI going through Melania's panty drawer. Yep. Right? And the same way is that these people just don't care. They don't care if they do anything illegal. What's the end? Uh, the ends to the means. Means justify the ends. The, the, the ends justify the means. Yeah, that's the way it goes. Right? They don't care. It's the same thing. They don't care that George was illegally put on the board. Right? It's the same thing with, with people lie. Politicians lie. Well, he didn't win any. Remember Harry Reid said that 
Mitt Romney didn't pay any taxes? Really? When he got called out on his lie, he said, well, he didn't win, did he? Right? This is the same part. It's just they don't care that George Bell was put on it. They don't care that they're hiding information from the people. It's like I talked last week where you get so freaking tired of standing up for people's rights and fighting for them because they're so ignorance. Ignorance is bliss, right? Right. There's a fine line between that and being prepared. Trust me. But these people just don't care, Jerry. They don't. They don't. If they did, they would be there with pitchforks. And Here's the point. If Trump said, hey, guys, get on this rail car and we're going to take you to Philadelphia, you'll be safe. They'd be like, I'm not going. That's a, you're a tyrant. But the Democrats, the Republicans would get on that rail car just because Trump said so, because he's a Republican, right? If Democrats had Biden and Biden was office and Biden said, hey, get in this rail car. We're going to keep you safe to go down to Philadelphia. They'd all do it. But if Trump told the Democrats to do it, they were like, hell no, he needs to be impeached. He's a tyrant. Blah, blah. You see the point? It's the same thing. The same people that comment in support of George are the same people that go along with anything, don't care if it's illegal. Anything they do. Yep. It's frightening. Hiding information from you, moving funds, stealing money. They would probably be even okay with them stealing money. I'm not saying they're stealing money, but they'd be okay with it. Well, you know, somebody they held ju- an they- illegal wedding, yeah. uh, held a wedding at the Reading Country Club before it was reopened and was going to get away with paying $1,100 for the entire thing while the township paid the rest of the bill of $9,000. Yep. Somebody was going to get away with that mm-hmm. until it was exposed. Yep. And then the people, there was people that sided with because they were at the wedding or knew somebody that. Right. Oh, leave them alone. Yep. It's a young couple. F you. They're a good, they're good people. I'm Jared. sure they are. They're good people. They, I'm sure they them. are. You don't know And them. they tried to steal from us. And you know how many people probably, those FBI agents that went in through Melania's drawers, right? There's somebody that thinks they're good people too. Because remember how... The former solicitor said that the people were held accountable and will have to pay back the rest of the money for the wedding. That is the exact wording she said. They will have to pay back and gave us the figure. I think it was 8600 and change. They will have to pay it back. That means that the township already paid it. Yep, they fronted it. They were going to get away with it till it was exposed. Mm -hmm. And there were people who were fine and going, it's a young couple, leave them alone. And now you know why Michelle and Clarence don't want Hughes talking about the things publicly that he's doing. You should do this behind closed doors. You should ask these questions before the meeting. It's disgusting. It really is. So the final clip that we have is... <laughs> it's, it's sad, isn't it? It's really... Dude, we, it's, it's I, we can go back and forth all day long on, on, on the horrid shit they've done. It's disheartening. We can go back and forth. We can trade one for one horrid stuff they've done for an hour. And it, it's, uh, is it partly because they don't see it on the news at six? That people are, are Do people still watch the news at six? I don't know. I know it's are people just too busy? That's part of it. People mm. don't want to stick their necks out. I get it. Yeah. You don't want to be the guy that says that this person that that you think is so nice isn't so nice. 
You know, you don't, maybe you don't want to admit it to yourself. It's like Jeffrey Epstein giving money to ch- to children trafficking things. You know, like some of the biggest traffickers international, some of the biggest trafficking groups internationally have to deal with groups that are supposedly helping. It's said that Jeffrey Epstein used to buy candy bars from kids for school fundraisers all the time. <laughs> I just made that up. No, but what I'm saying is there's anti-trafficking, human trafficking groups internationally that aid in human trafficking. Sure. Hmm. So the final clip was uh, at the beginning of the supervisor report section, and it was enlightening. <laughs> Anybody want to go first? Everybody's looking at you, George. Well, I would go first, but there's a heathen among us, so I'm not going to go first. Okay. <laughs> a heathen. All right. What the hell is he talking about? Heathen among us. What is he talking about? Who? The heathen is a person. Heathen isn't a thing. Who is he talking about? What is he, what is he referencing here? I would, I would assume that he's referencing the guy that he called an asshole last week. Maybe. So you call him an asshole and he's the heathen. Yep. You vote to steal money from the populace to give to your contributors. Mm-hmm. And he is the heathen. You concoct a scheme with Michelle and Clarence and the supervisor and, and the solicitor, the shit solicitor, to put you back on the board illegally. And he is the heathen. Yeah, he uh, yells at old ladies in the front row, but Dave Hughes is the heathen. Hmm? He <laughs> has elected supervisors removed from meetings because he doesn't like what they're saying. But Dave Hughes is the heathen. Yeah. Interesting. Are we painting a picture yet? Yeah. Well, he's the guy that cares about the children. You know who this is? You know who we're talking about? We're talking about Father George. Oh. And I was going to have a whole thing worked up for this week, but it's got to wait another week. Well, I think he's such a godly man. Yeah. That it can wait a week. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's the funny part is that it goes to that, oh, he's a good person type of thing. Oh, he gives money. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, okay. So Jeffrey Epstein gave a t- millions to Harvard, right? He a good person? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate when people do that. Oh, he gives money to this and this and this and this. Okay. That doesn't make him a good person. Sometimes it just means they feel guilty and they have Did to Did you say Jeffrey things. Epstein there? Yeah, he gave money to Harvard big time. Okay, because I was going to say Harvey Weinstein. Oh, I'm sure he gave money to Harvard, too. He did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he was a good person. Michelle, let's remember that thing that they had at the White House for Harvey Weinstein, right? Michelle Obama's up there saying how nice of a guy he is, and a Oprah loves guy. him. Yeah. Yeah, all the this is the part that I look at. Like people like Oprah. If you actually knew what I knew about Oprah, she is the biggest piece of shit out there. She's disgusting, especially looking at the God, uh, John of God, and all that over at her schools and stuff. But the people that supposedly are the greatest people, like celebrities, they're the worst. There's a reason why they're propped up trying to be good, mm-hmm. is because they're the shittiest people. The people that are doing the best is you probably don't hear about them. Do do you? 
if you want to see a great example of that, did you ever watch the Amazon series The Boys? Oh, yeah. It, it, doesn't that kind of make mm-hmm. all of that? It, it, the I love The Boys. The new right season's there? coming up soon. Is yeah. it? Oh, yeah. It's a great show. It's it, it, For those of you who haven't seen it, The Boys is a, a, a show about superheroes that are basically... Oh, they're superheroes, all right. That are basically run by uh, <laughs> a corporation. Yeah. And the superheroes are absolute just dregs of humanity type human beings. Yeah, it, the funniest part was like when you were when you were a kid, maybe a teenager. Like I was, maybe I was like thirteen, fourteen. I was still I I collected comic books. I didn't mm-hmm. really read them, mm-hmm. but some of the chicks back then, you know what I mean, for a cartoon for all the kids for all the kids now they're in that. I don't know what the. I don't know. There's certain manga. cartoons Ma- manga. I don't know. They're cartoons that are like girls with big booties and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Um, they're like cartoons or... The Japanese thing. Yeah, what is it know. called? I don't know. My friend's doing Manga. I don't know what the hell it is. But... Like, Somebody in the chat's going to have Like, I mean, some like Catwoman back in the day and the Batman with Michael Keaton. She, who was... What was the actress's name? The blonde one. Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. So hot, right? So... There's part in the boys where some of the characters they have sex, and I'm like, this is kind of like this. The, the boys is the greatest show because it's superheroes not being so super. It's almost like, do you remember the original anime? anime. Yeah. Do you remember the original Superman? It was like Superman two, where Superman like he goes kind of evil, and he's sitting in a bar drinking whiskey, and he's got peanuts on the bar, and he's flicking them and knocking the, and the bottles. It's just a regular straight bar, like mm-hmm. when you first step into bar, birdies. Mm-hmm. It's just a straight bar where the glass is up against, the bottles are up against the wall. And Superman is sitting there, and he's drunk as shit, and he's got like 5 o'clock shadow, and he's dressed as Superman, right? And there's peanuts. He dumps the, the bowl of peanuts on the bar, and he's flicking them, and he's smashing the bottles behind with the flicking That's peanuts. That's in Superman 2? I think it might be Superman 2 or 3, yeah. Yeah. I got to go back and watch. It's not in two. It's got to be three. Maybe. You don't remember that? No, I don't. I really don't. You see if you can find it on your computer, dude. It's pretty uh, crazy. Like, he literally has peanut bar, peanut, beer peanuts on the bar lined up, and he's, he's flicking, flicking them, smashing the bottles on the bar behind him or behind the bartender. He's great aim. He's Superman. <laughs> but that was cool back then. You look at it, you attribute the boys to that is because that's Superman being bad. Dark Superman. And Homelander is essentially like Superman on steroids. Right, exactly. With no morals. <laughs> With zero morals. <laughs> Anime, yeah, Tom, uh, Town Watcher. Through so that. we also had uh, this week in Township News that the Township did file uh, the revised plea. I saw your in article. The, the Exeter Township versus Dave Hughes. The problem being they just reworded it. And put uh, uh, it moved some sections around. It says the exact same thing. It's all the same stuff that the judge has already knocked down <clears throat> in the evidentiary hearing. And this thing is costing us tons of money. They have changed nothing about it. The judge, I, I, it is my hope that the judge just wrecks them. At what point do you think that? So you know, Chad is like backing them up on everything, right? What do you mean backing them up? Who? Wait. Well, the illegal vote, the illegal vote yes, for yes, put yes. Bell on and everything. So how many? How much of this is? Do you think that is like paperwork bullshit work payback? Like what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna sue Hughes. 
you're going to make money from that. We're going to then appeal. You're going to make money from that. And all we're going to do is it's not really much of anything. Just change the wording a little bit. We know it's going to get shot down, but you're going to get paid. Yeah. You keep bo- It's billable you, hours. That's you, all it's about. Right. You keep backing us. It's a pay for play. Kev, remember, this township has $42 million to take. Mm-hmm. There's $42 million for somebody to take. It's a it's a quid they pro may quo. As well, they may as well be getting their cut of it. It's a quid pro quo. You do the what people, we ask. You keep backing us up. You make sure you fight against this this illegal uh, selecting of George Bell on the board that we did. You make sure that you uh, let's see. I don't know. Let's see what he's done. Okay, you have. Hey, how about this? We're going to get RHM to do the most expensive billboard in Exeter, right on four twenty two across from the RCC. And then when people complain saying it's illegal campaign donation. You're just going to say it's okay. No, they actually did that up front. Okay. They did that up front because his legal opinion said as long as it's not more than $600. And it was $3,200, you said? $2,052. Okay. $1,022. But he still backed it up and said it was okay. Oh, yeah. That's my point. Yeah. So how many quid pro quos has he done with all this shit? It's constant. It's constant. Well, we want you to share Jerry. Uh, we want you to sue Jerry. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't think you're going to win. Listen, you're going to make money out of this, okay? Oh yeah, that's right. I'm going to win. <laughs> Everybody's got a price for a million dollar man. Okay, so so far, mm-hmm. lawsuits by Exeter Township versus citizens are zero for two. Over. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're about to go zero for three. Yep. It's going to take until April for that to happen. But you see, my point is that. It's all about billable hours. I completely agree. Mm-hmm. There are no, there is nothing good going on uh, uh, as far as advancing the law. No, this is all about billable hours. It's about separating the people of Exeter from their forty-two million dollars, some portion of it. That's all that this is about. Yep. That I, I, I don't. I mean, it's our opinion, but what I'm saying is, is that there's a lot to back it up. Yeah. Like common sense. So, folks, if you want to weigh in very quickly, 610-451-7085. Give us a buzz and tell us what you think about what you've heard today. 610-451-7085. I I, I think we laid a lot out today. We did. Now we lay a lot out every week. And uh, sadly, I, I think a lot of it's blackpilling because I don't think anything's going to change. Well, you know, all we can do is, is get in there and keep swinging, right? Yeah, I, I agree with it. it is, the problem, again, is no consequences. Yeah, until, there's, until they have real consequences for their actions, you know? Yep. What do you do? Until... There are consequences. You, you, you've got, it's got to be a carrot and stick, right? You got no stick. No. There we go. We got a call. All right. Hold on. Hello. This is uh, the Exeter Underground. You are live with Kevin Jerry. Who's this? This is David Hughes. What's the, up, you heathen? The rasher of Exeter Township. The heathen. 
A heathen. That's right. I'm a heathen now. How about that? What's happening, heathen? Well, I, I didn't catch your whole podcast here. I was busy driving, driving to the doctor and back. But uh, uh, everything I've heard, I can't improve on. Uh, I think you did a fantastic job. Thank you. I, I just wanted to call you and let your, you and your listeners know that, look, I've got four more years. And I'm going to continue to talk about these issues so that public is aware of things that are going on. Even even issues that are not controversial. They don't they don't know what's going on in their government. And I'm just trying to bring the public into participating in their local government. If if you're interested in, in, in affecting your community, this is the right place to do it. And uh, you know, I'll I'll be here this year, three more years. Uh, in fact, uh, not this year, but next year, there'll be another election. If we could get the right people in those two seats, we could change the whole complexion of this township. They won't get to do some of the things they are planning to do. Many of the things, I, I don't know about them, but I can speculate based on what kind of positions they're taking now and, and what they're trying to uh, uh, be, get the foundation set for things. So, uh but I think you guys did a, a fantastic job with what I've heard, and uh, I can't add to it. Excellent, excellent commentary. Well, Dave, I'm just, you know, I'm really, I, I was really stunned the other night by the fact that on two different, actually three different occasions, they actually took the time to chide you for asking questions because, and, and I think we've said it dozens of times already on this show, but it is the basic uh, method of operation of this township to hide information from people. And when Clarence is over there pissing and moaning about your, you know, constant asking of questions, the question needs to be asked to him. Do you have a Hogan's Heroes rerun to get to? What, like, like, why are you not sitting there and taking things in? Yeah. Well, well, listen, they, they violate uh, the township ordinance when they do that. I mean, Bell and Volmer, Gardella and Mr. Schnee, they, they created and updated Chapter 65. And, and, and a whole big section talks about the decorum in the meeting room. But... Uh, they they refuse to adhere to it. I do. I guarantee you, I do. Uh, but when uh, I've had a point of order which was going to dispute what they were saying, and you've heard it, Vollmer said, uh, "Not point of order, not recognized." That's not that's not part of the process in Robert's Rules of Order. Right, Dave. But what you're Mr. not hold on for a second. What you what if you listen to me talking about the dehumanization? You don't deserve that. You don't deserve the decorum. You don't deserve it because they've de they've dehumanized you to oh, the point absolutely. where they don't they don't think you should be uh, speaking as long as you do. They, you shouldn't be asking the questions that you do. You don't deserve the uh, you know the politeness of of not being called an asshole, not being called disgusting, not being called an idiot, not being thrown out of a meeting with a man by a man with a gun. I think that they're, they're, it's not me just saying this. Just listen to the way they talk and the way they act towards you. Their disdain is so bad for you that they don't, they don't even look at it as in that they're going against the rules. 
Really think about what I'm saying. They don't think that they're doing anything wrong. They don't. No, no, I, I, I agree. And, I, and I'll tell you, if you look at what I'm doing, all I am attempting to do is to get them to follow the second-class township rules, our, our ordinances, and, and follow them properly. And they refuse to do it. And they can get away with it locally right now. And they've got the, the, the votes to do it. And they've got the propaganda machine to do that. And But here's the thing. If it ever goes somewhere else, like to a third outside party, uh, you guys know, you, you can talk about it some other time, but it's not going to look very good. You made a very good case tonight about all the what you call the corruption. I'm not going to dispute that, obviously. Uh, in fact, I, I, I have certain feelings that that's, that's might be accurate. And if that's true... Look at all the incidents. It all piles up one after another. You take one of those instances, you can say, ah, that's nothing. But when you put all these things together and you try and, and you would make a case out of it, I think it could be a compelling case. Yeah, and I think that, you know, we rattled these things off a couple of times tonight, uh, this afternoon, and it... It really, if if people will step back and look at it, it's pretty damning, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. Look, what I brought up about losing money at the Reading Country Club, $350,000, $400,000. Another $100,000 on, on the clubhouse. Four or $500,000 a year and absolutely no comments from them. And there's no attempt. I can tell you right now, as far as I know, there's no actions being planned to reduce those losses. And I, I can tell you, I actually own businesses. I know how those things work. I worked in the corporate world. Uh, it's all about the bottom line. And it should be for this particular area because it's really a profit center disguised as a government uh, uh, activity. So, oh, it's terrible. It's terrible. Well, why, the question is, why won't they respond to my question? Why aren't we doing something about these losses? Because this is real money. We're spending really real money of the taxpayers. That's three. That's four or five hundred thousand dollars of our reserve money. And then the two hundred and five thousand, I still I still don't know where that's at. They, you look at the notes. Note A, right? It's going to be pretty famous someday. Note A says it's 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 not taking the balance of of the fund fund one. It's not adjusted for that. And it didn't move to the golf fund, fund nine. So where the hell is this money? They're, they're writing checks, spending this money. So where is it? I think the thing that, that it can be explained by is the same way. It's not their money. It's the same way government spends money at every level because it's not their money. There are people in the That's federal right. government at the state level like you that know that it's the people's money. It's not the government's money. But... You can tell that George's is a status. You can tell that Michelle's a status. You can tell that Jack's anybody who goes along with this is a status. They don't look at it as our money. They look at it their money. That money that was that's that's left from the the sewer fund or whatever. That's their money. It's their play money. It's they get to move it in wherever the hell they want. And if you ask a question, you're the asshole. Literally, like George <laughs> called you for real. Uh that, that's the that's the narrative they want everyone to believe, and I guess they're going to continue doing it. But I'll tell you something: 
when I'm when I'm not here after four years because I'm not going to run again. But when when I'm going to five years, do you think you're going to have know about the things that you know about today? You'd never know about it if I if I wasn't on the board now. And exactly, that's I, the point right there. You know, yeah. So so I hope we can enjoy uh, talking about things that they don't want you to know about for the next four years because I'll definitely present it to the public. And, and, and believe me, I'm always thinking about how if we're spending this money efficiently for our township. That's right. my focus. Well, just look what so, I said earlier in the show. They're attacking the messenger, not the message. They're not the, they're nayar, when, whenever have they disputed the facts that you're talking about? They haven't. They've never said that you're wrong. They're never, nope, they've they never said you're wrong. They just say that you shouldn't be saying them. They are attacking the messenger, not the message, which is a long statist way to do things. That's, yeah. That comes from Saul Alinsky. That comes from Marx. That is the way that, the crazy part, like Jerry and I were talking about earlier, that these people are Republicans. This should show you that no party, it doesn't really matter anymore, that they're all using the same tactics. They're attacking you. Not once have they ever said that you're wrong. Well, they're not Republicans, first of all. Let's get that straight. Uh, Piho and Ham, their their campaign manager is a left-wing liberal Democrat named Greg Gaultier. If you remember, I bought, I beat him when I ran for uh, the office, mm-hmm. and he he was their general. He was their manager. He's still managing them now. They claim they're lifelong Republicans, but I can tell you, when I ran for office. They didn't have any uh, Republican campaign signs in any one of their yards. They had Democrat signs in there. Right. So I don't know what it takes to, you know, uh, it's again, like you said, uh, it's not a lie when, <laughs> when they believe it's the truth, right? Yeah, it's exactly right. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, so they'll keep telling everybody, yeah, I'm a Republican, but there are no fiscal conservative Republicans on that board. Or we wouldn't be, we wouldn't be wasting, uh, uh, taxpayer money like we are it's right not now. a lie it, if you it's believe bad. It. It's, it's really bad and to, to claim they're rhinos okay let's call them what they really are rhinos yeah I, it's, it's just amazing to me that people can't see it like again it's the it's the Hughes derangement syndrome and the and the Gellif derangement syndrome it's, it's, well, it's well, the listen, dehumanization I was, I was here in 2018 2019 uh, railing about selling the sewer plant I said it's a bad idea I explained why because I read the fine print as soon as we sold that and American Water took over they're guaranteed a 6% return on their investment Okay, right there you have to know things are going to go up way up and, and, then, this, and then the share the Costs with other uh, uh, operations that they uh, take over in other areas of the, of the state, we have to help pay for that. I mean, it, it was a fool's error to believe John Crusaders and Dave Spies and 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 others that that this was a good deal for us. And and then they told us we won't have to raise taxes for ten years. Okay, and what happened? I think Jerry said earlier. Twenty-four percent tax return uh, increase. Well, it's not their they, money. You so can't they don't be- care. You can't believe anything they say. You cannot believe it. They are true uh, Democratic politicians. Well, there's not, no consequences for you for them lying to you anyway. Yeah. Hey, no wonder they don't want me to ask questions, huh, guys? Right. 
Exactly. And I'll tell you, some, some of it is because I want to talk to it publicly. I want to talk about it publicly so that people know what, what we're doing and you're just not passing uh, an agenda item. And other things I'm asking because I don't, they keep me out of the the, the, the loop. I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. So uh, we really have four seated supervisors, and then we have a uh, appendage that acts like a supervisor sometimes called a solicitor. Okay. This guy, Is that appendage uh, below think, the waist? Uh, as I said it publicly, I think he's getting involved in the politics of this township. No question about it. He's also getting in the management of the township. Oh, of course. You know, and and it, it, it interferes with my job. And, and doing... Fact, they, they, they've completely neutralized me, by the way. So the only thing I can do is, is, is identify and talk about the things that they're doing and trying to hide from the public. That's all yep. I can do. All right, Dave. Well, uh, listen, you keep you keep pulling those questions out. And one other thing that I want to throw out there very quickly uh, when that I meant to say earlier, when Michelle said uh, in her supervisor report, why aren't you asking these questions ahead of time? The important question to ask is in return to her is how exactly would you have gotten the information on that slide that you had Larry put up if you had not asked a question. You clearly did ask the questions. You just wanted to get the information out to the people. Therefore, her comment is total shit. Well, I I don't, uh, if you haven't noticed, I I don't challenge Michelle. I don't... uh, uh, go back and forth with her because I don't think she's well. And I'm not, I'm not going to debate or attack someone who's not, you know, all there. I don't, I don't know what her problems are, but there's definitely serious problems there. Uh, anyone in her, anyone that would be just concerned about this township should welcome my, my conversation in the meeting, you know, uh, I, I, it just bothers me that we can't simply talk about things. Forget about this five minutes. I mean, I think there were like four or five of them that were timing how long I was speaking. There's at least you know, a couple That's how of ridiculous them. it is. So the, the object of that meeting is to do business. And to do business, we have to talk to each other. But they definitely don't want to talk to me. And not in an executive session. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that abused or what? And you know they, they could get away with it, like like Schnee said, uh, uh, this is legal unless you take it to a court of law, and that's deemed uh, different. And no one's going to take uh, sunshine violations uh, to the DA; he just won't do it. And if you take him to court, it's you get a slap on the hand. It's it's a weak law. It's it's a it's a placebo for the public, thinking they have some control, but. It is one of the items that could be part of the whole story that is being told here. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, Dave, I'm going to let you go because I'm going to wrap up the show here. Thanks very much for calling in. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Yeah, just like voting. Placebo. Supervisor Dave Hughes. Placebo. He's right. Yeah. It's a good analogy. It's almost, I mean, if it wasn't, all the rest of those could go, the rest of the supervisors could go home, just hold the meeting, just have Dave Hughes do the meeting. Mm-hmm. 
Because they're all going to vote against him anyway. Right. It's a given. It would be like, is it the proper analogy to say to be like AI government meetings? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's coming. It already knows that, that mm-hmm. you know, how it's going to go. So yeah, he's the it, only one that really needs to show up. Dave Hughes could could put a motion together that would be the greatest thing for every Exeter resident. Yeah. And they'd all be for it. And they would vote against it just because. Mm-hmm. Going on your AI thing, though, is I think people, you're watching what's going on with that Google Gemini. Mm. I've been saying this for a long time. Mm. When they said learn to code, who do you think was doing that? That was the people writing code for AI. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's the same why I've warned about AI and stuff like that. You saw what happened with them saying, draw me a picture of uh, the the founders. Yep. And they were all black. Yep. Right. It's who writes the code. It's who writes the code for the AI that's the problem. That's why eventually our history books are going to be written by AI. It all depends who. It's such a Stalinist type of thing, too. The victors mm-hmm. tell the history, right? Yep. Yeah. It's just like Stalin said. It's not who. It's not who votes. It's who counts the votes. Yeah. Right. So that's the really scary part. And then eventually, it's going to come down to our level here, where you're not even going to. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. That's he. When Dave Hughes really think about what he said, the placebo. That to give people the 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 view, the thought that they actually have a choice or a vote, a voice. Uh, you know, I don't remember who it was that said it. Voting is picking the bat in which to get beat with. Oh, that was Andrew Wil- Wilkow. No. <laughs> oh, Mark Twain. If if voting made any difference, they wouldn't let us do it. Yeah. Right. And that was back then. That was like the late eighteen hundreds. Jesus. Right. Smart man, that Mark Twain. Yeah, well, you know. He's not wrong. No, he's not wrong. Not wrong. And if you if you know, like, the inner, inner workings of all the subcommittee stuff and, like, the, the intelligence community stuff that I saw something about the other day, mm-hmm. the people that are supposed to be keeping the others in line, right. it's kind of like our supervisors. The ones that are supposed to keep it in line are, are the ones that are the worst. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's the Exeter Underground number 90. We made it 90 episodes. Thank you very much for joining us. We appreciate all your comments in the chat. We appreciate your listen. Uh, We will also appreciate your download. If you missed any portion of this nearly two and a half hour show, you'll be able to get it in just a few minutes on podcast. Check the Exeter Examiner's Facebook page for a link or find the Exeter Underground on your podcatcher. We appreciate you listening. We will see you next Thursday, probably at regular time, unless Kevin has some family thing to do. <laughs> Sorry, I had to take my wife to the doctor. I so apologize. <laughs> oh, poor you, Kevin. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Peace, Goodbye. Peace. If I can find the outro. There it is. <laughs>